0: Hi, and welcome to Your Best Self podcast, where my aim is to filter out the nonsense that the media and diet culture has led you to believe and give you evidence-based dieting and exercise advice that allows you to feel less overwhelmed and more empowered to make choices that fit around your family, career, and goals. I want you to finally stop yo-yo dieting and achieve the fat loss results that you want and deserve in a healthy and sustainable way. Results that allow you to show up as your best self for you and everyone around you. I'm Heather, mum of two, EIQ certified nutritionist, PT and lover of all things fitness. My goal is to make your fat loss and fitness journey easier by sharing tips and advice. And if you want some extra help and support on your journey, then details of my coaching can be found in the show notes. Hello and welcome to episode number 20. So this week I'm going to answer a couple of questions that have came from the free coaching group which I'm running on Facebook. So this has been a five day reset. We've been focusing on five habits, um, five days of accountability, five days of motivation, And there's been a little bit of kind of education, some workouts and just generally trying to make people feel better um, in five days just by doing some some small daily non-negotiable habits. So I have had so much fun doing this. Um, It's been a really, really nice group to coach. Um, And we have a few really good questions, um, which they have a little bit of there's some it depends like most kind of fitness and nutrition questions and so I thought the best way to answer these would be to come on and record this podcast um, so that I can delve in a little bit deeper than potentially what I could do um, writing it down. So let's get started. Um, The first question was uh, is there a certain way you should eat slash train to build muscle? like is eating carbs after a workout, a myth. So let's just talk about the kind of three core components that you need to do um, to build muscle. So the first thing is training. And to so to build muscle, you have to stimulate the muscle. You have to damage the muscle, which I know sounds bad, but you have to, the, the, money, the, the muscle has to be damaged. Um, or the muscle fibers have to be damaged um, because it's when they actually um, repair that they they grow new ones, and that's how you you build muscle or your muscle grows. Um, so, you need your training to help stimulate and to help um, like damage the muscle fibres. So, it has to be progressive. So, you might have heard of something called like progressive overload. And basically, that means that you are constantly um, working the muscles. So, that means that you might be doing more reps, you might be doing adding more weight or doing more sets um, as you progress through a program. And... What I would say about um, when you're you're picking a program or you're um, you're getting a program, is you kind of do have to stick to the same program for at least six weeks um to see results, um or similar movement patterns to see results. And when I program for myself and for clients, we work in six week blocks, so we're doing the kind of same exercises um each session for six weeks. Uh, And during those sessions, you can add reps, you can add weight and that way you're able to see the progression. Um, But if you are constantly chopping and changing programs, then you are not giving your your muscles the best chance to adapt. You're not going to see um, optimal results by doing this. So first thing is training. Your training has to progressively overload uh, the muscles in order for them to, to adapt and to repair and to grow. The second thing is your protein intake. So you have to make sure that you're eating enough enough protein in your day. So a rough guide for this would be eating between 1.6 to 2.2 grams per kilogram of body weight. So if we take a 70 kilogram person, then they're looking to have about between 112 to 150 grams-ish of protein um, a day. And you want to spread that out evenly throughout your day and that is important um, because it helps stimulate something called muscle protein synthesis and if you can do this throughout the day in like little um, peaks so having some like 30 grams of protein for breakfast for lunch for dinner you are stimulating that muscle protein synthesis and that is, that means that there there's more, there's a greater chance of your body being in um, a state that it can repair and grow muscle and not in a um, muscle breakdown. So we want to, when when you stimulate muscle protein synthesis, like if you think about this, like in a kind of curve, like that will go up and it will start to drop and it will drop down and that would and when it drops down to a certain point, you're in muscle, uh, Muscle breakdown. So, we want to keep stimulating that so that it reduces the amount of time your body's in muscle breakdown, and this is going to help build muscle. And protein is important because it is the macronutrient which allows for this process. So, we want to make sure that our protein intake is high and that it is spread out evenly throughout the day. And the third thing is recovery. And I often think this is kind of forgotten about when it comes to to training or to to building muscle. But your your muscles, yes, you're going to stimulate them in the gym, eh, or when you're you lifting weights or you're doing resistance exercises in the house. But it's actually when they are after that when they are recovering and repairing that is when muscle that's when your muscles are going to grow and adapt. So the recovery process is, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Well, as, as equally as important you do have to stimulate the muscles so your training is very important but if you do not give your muscles enough time to rest and repair and recover and grow then your muscles are not going to grow and you're also going to run the risk of um, overtraining and um, injury couldn't think of the word there um, so having a rest day between your sessions will help with this uh, but it also means that during your sessions, you are able to go heavier, you're able to to push a little bit more because your muscles have had that rest. So you kind of think of a time where you've maybe trained two days in a row, you've maybe had hamstrings two days in a row, like I did that this week. I've actually tra- I trained them three times in a row, which do as I say, not as I do. Like, I-, I can't train today, my hamstrings are in tattles. Um, but you can like when it comes to like that next day, like there's only so much you're going to be able to do because you're not properly recovered. So you do want to to think about that when you are structuring like your your training, how you're training in that in your week, if you want to optimally optimally um, build muscle, if that is that is your main goal at the minute. Um. Also sleep as well adequate sleep, making sure you're hydrated. Um, these are all going to help in that process as well. Now, that's the kind of three components, and I'm just going to delve in a little bit deeper into like that. It depends kind of bit of it. So, you need to do these three things regardless of of what your kind of your goal is. If if well, if if you want to build muscle, then you do have to do these three things. But where you are in your journey. It's going to depend. Um, so there's going to be a few factors that are going to that are going to come in here. So if you have been lifting weights for more than a couple of years and you are, um, you want to now you're you're now thinking about building muscle, then building muscle is it requires energy and energy like so your calorie intake. So if you are not new to lifting weights and you've been doing it for a while, then you are going to want to be eaten at least maintenance calories to optimally build muscle. And I would argue that probably a slight surplus um, is going to be um, advantageous for you. So that's going to help you build muscle quicker. Um, so if you have been lifting for a while, then that's something to, to take into consideration. Like, You are so if you're a newbie, there's something called newbie gains. So you are going to be able to do to both to build muscle and lose body fat at the same time. Um so if you're new to resistance exercises, then you will be able to to lift weights and or to move your body weight uh, at home with dumbbells etc depending on like what you've got access to you're going to be able to do that at the same time as being in a deficit um, but there is going to come a point further down the line where you potentially might have to make a choice because the the two processes so losing body fat requires a, a calorie deficit um, and building muscle does require you to have to be eating enough energy to to do that process as well so there's you can do them both if you're at a certain point in your journey but there's going to come a point where you're going to have to make a decision and make a choice um with carbs so um the question was eating carbs after a a workout is that a myth so Including carbs around your workout is going to help optimise your, your sessions um, because carbs are the preferred energy source uh, of the body. So if you are in a deficit, if you're trying to lose body fat and um, build muscle, then this might be something that you do want to, to kind of think about and, and prioritise because you want to have as much energy around about that session to optimise the um, like, Building or to optimize like your session and lifting as many rep, uh, lifting as much weight or moving as many reps as you can. Um, so if you have you have your carbs around about your training session, then you're going to have more energy. Um, and eating carbs after a workout it is going to help with recovery it's going to help um, replace the glycogen stores in the muscles which is going to help with recovery and make it and help you be ready for your next session okay so it's not so much a myth of um that you have to eat carbs like but carbs are going to help with um that the the full process alongside protein but what i would say is like just don't don't overthink it Okay, so um, if you're having a balanced meal, so you're including a source of protein and a source of carbs um, about an hour or two after your, your training session, then that is, that's gonna be enough um, for both both processes, both if you're looking to lose fat and both for, for building muscle. So just try not to, to really overthink it um, and be sensible with it. Second question. So what would your idea of a good nutrition day look like? So your calorie count or just focus on nutrition. The biggest time I struggle is from Thursday to Sunday when I'm tired after a really busy start to the week and also some healthy snacks. So I'm going to break this down a little bit and, can I, and answer this question in little, uh, little sections. So if you think about... um. Whether you just focus on on calorie count or just focus on, on on nutrition, now I'm going to answer this question from the um the goal of a fat loss a, a fat loss goal. Um, so if your goal is fat loss, then calories are king. They should be your main focus, as you can only lose body fat by creating a calorie deficit. Uh, that is the science behind it, and it's. Like That's the only way that you can lose um, body fat. Now, you don't have to be like a mad calorie tracker to to do this. If you like data, you like numbers, um, and you have a good relationship with food, then tracking your calories might be a good approach. But you can also um, create that deficit by some like lots of non-tracking methods. So that could be focusing on your main meals and um, limiting snacks. It could be um, reducing the amount of or the, the portion of kind of starchy carbs in your, your main meals and increasing the amount of veg. Uh, it could be intermittent fasting. Um, there's lots and lots of different ways. That you can create a calorie deficit without tracking so but the overarching um, main focus is that the calories in creating that calorie deficit are going to be um the the main the main thing to to lose body fat but that being said what you eat is going to massively impact how easy this will feel So, if you're eating quite a lot of highly processed foods, then the volume of these is going to be lower than if you were including a lot of fruit and veg, some lean sources of protein, some whole grains, um, and eating more processed food is going to be worse for your health long term. But if you are including um, lots of highly processed foods, then you're going to find creating a deficit. A lot harder because you the volume of what you're eating is going to be is going to be lower so yes you can lose body fat by eating um, like really highly processed foods as long as you are um, in a calorie deficit for like your body's needs but over time that is going to feel harder OK, and you're not going to be, you're probably going to find it harder to stick to because the actual amount of food that you can eat when it's highly processed is going to be a lot less than if you were focusing on like your highly nutritious um foods like your fruit and your veg and your protein and your whole grains. Um, and the most important thing as well is, and it's often overlooked, is adherence. So creating a calorie deficit and losing body fat is only going to work if you can stick to it long term. And in this question you asked about um, what a good nutrition day would look like. And for me, what a good nutrition day would look like, and I can't see it, but I'm inverted inverted quotes in the good bit, is um, eating a lot of nutritious foods. So fruits, veg, protein, whole grains, healthy fats, etc. Um, but also including a little bit of what I fancied, and that could be something like a little bit of chocolate, um, a little bit of cake, a little biscuit, something like something that I'd really enjoyed. But the the thing about this is is really. R- r- removing the labels so nothing is good or bad there's no dichotomous thinking about food you're removing the labels but being conscious about the energy or the calorie content and making smart choices that fit with your goals but most importantly in a way that you enjoy so for me it's like I think I like to think about it like 80 20 so 80 percent of my my food is made up of like highly nutritious um filling foods and 20% is a little bit of what I fancy and for me that works really well because it means that I still enjoy my, my day-to-day what I'm eating um, but it's also um, which means I can stick to it um, but it's also aligned with my goal current goals um, and it's moving me closer towards them. So and then what the next part of this question is that uh, this person struggles with Thursday to Sunday, um, and I think that's very common and I think a lot of people can relate to that, and firstly that's a, a, like amazing to have that self awareness and to identify that this is this is a part of the week that you struggle with, so now it's time to kind of delve in a little bit deeper, and. Ask yourself, why? Why Why do you always struggle between Thursday to Sunday? So, do you um, potentially over-restrict Monday to Wednesday? So, by the time Thursday comes, you feel hungrier, <clears throat> you're more tired, and you're kind of more vulnerable to making um, convenient choices? Um, or do you need to maybe plan and prep a little bit? for like Thursday coming. So you know that Thursday is going to be the day that you're going to be struggling with the most. So do you need to make sure that everything is planned for Thursday? So it makes it so much easier and you're reducing the amount of decisions you need to make. Um, and that's going to help can I, with that motivation towards the weekend. Um, The other thing to think about is do you have more time at the end of the week? Like, are you, are you? Do you work Monday to Wednesday and then maybe you're off? Um, so you are potentially a little bit bored and eaten out of boredom. So the, the the thing is to identify the issue because then you can take steps, um, to come up with a solution. But the first po- the first point is identifying the the problem. So well done for this, but the the solution will depend on like. Why the like? Why the struggle is happening? So you need to delve a little bit deeper into that, um, because the answer is going to be different depending on and why. And the last thing was healthy snacks. So I'm going to pop a little post up in the group because my snacks probably are most definitely. it's probably not going to be to your liking, <laughs> but things like fruit. Veggie sticks with hummus, high protein yogurts, protein bars, popcorn, like these are all kind of things that are healthy, um, lower calorie, higher protein, uh, that are going to be more aligned with a fat loss goal. But again, like I said before, like no dichotomous thinking. There's also scope for having a little bit of chocolate, a little, a little some crisps, if, that, if that's what you like. If you can kind of uh, find ways to fit them into your calories in the day, um, then by all means, that is also a healthy snack because health is all encompassing. We don't just want to think about health as as a as a body shape and um, like leaner is healthier because your health um includes many different um factors so you have like your physical health your mental health your emotional health spiritual health um <clears throat> and in food is going to be intertwined in this as well so i could i could go on uh, a bit that but i'm not i'm going to leave it there um but i hope that um you've got some good insights into this and this has helped uh, and yeah I will speak to everybody soon um, on the next episode of the podcast or in the group if you're doing the five day free challenge and um, my next week next week my next um six week block of online coaching uh, is going to start a week on monday so if you are interested then the details can be found below in the show notes or feel free to to drop me a message details are below but i hope you have a lovely day and i will speak to you all soon